Hello, and welcome to the Brown Don't Frown podcast with your host, Tanya Hardcastle. We're here because we want to engage in a thoroughly inclusive conversation about women without judgment or taboo. As a British Bengali, many of the oppressions faced by women I've grown up with have slipped through the cracks of mainstream feminism. Brown Don't Frown uncovers experiences of a diverse range of women with a particular focus on the minority, underrepresented and historically disenfranchised. Shaped by our cultural, racial and social experiences, we share our stories through personal anecdotes and with a few laughs along the way. Hello. Hi. Hi. (laughs) So my name's Tanya and I'm joined here by Ali and Zed. Hello. Uh, And why are we here today, guys? We are here to just talk about being us. Ethnic women, ethnic, 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 just going through um, our experiences Mm. and um, just bouncing off each other, really, and what we've been through and how we've overcome maybe certain barriers or um, barriers we know other women from similar backgrounds have gone through. Because I don't think I've gone through anything extreme, Mm. but for me, it's more subtle experiences. I've got a story about that actually that happened yesterday. Well, not story, but um, I was going to say. I think as well, we're here to sort of have conversations that, although are being had, but not openly being had. Mm. You think that no one else really sort of talks about it. Yes, actually, absolutely. We're definitely. actually talking about it more often than we think. Um, and just sort of like bring awareness, yeah. that sort of thing. And challenge ideas. <clears throat> challenge definitely. ideas, challenge perceptions. Um, yeah. But I think yeah. we um, should start with um, Tanya. Why did you start this podcast? Yes. <laughs> so I think as a British Bengali in the UK... Um, I think a lot of the things that I experienced um, and I witnessed with my mum and with my grandma um, very much shaped who I am today. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the experiences they had were sort of Mm -hmm. sidelined when it comes to the mainstream feminist discourse, I guess, if you you want to call it that. Uh, And a lot of, you know, opinions that they may have are often considered taboo. Um, and even though a lot of the time <laughs> yeah. we may not agree with what our parents think, mm-hmm. um, it's still nice to be able to look at someone else's perspective and think, mm-hmm. oh, well, that explains why you're behaving in this way. Oh, yeah, That's definitely. Because of your background, because of your experiences, because of your culture, you're mm-hmm. shaped in this particular light. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's not enough sort of discussion around intergenerational taboos uh, and multicultural experiences. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the time with identities growing mm. up mm. Asian growing up black in, in the UK Lord. <laughs> I mean, it's a unique experience for sure yeah, especially definitely. with the generation gap because uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I come from a Bengali family and my parents were not born here um, and they came at different times my dad came in his 20s whereas my mum came mm. when she was 10, 11 and oh, really? even they know. yeah and they've got a 13 year age gap mm. so then there's a lot of things they argue amongst themselves yeah. about and there's some things that my mum coming here at a younger age will accept more than my dad. But then you, at that, you're at that age where you're sort of... Quite impressionable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas you're an adult, yeah. <clears throat> you've, sort of like you've grown up, you've been moulded in a particular way. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's like, this is how we do it here. I've come here. They're doing it wrong. I'm yeah. They're doing it wrong. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, she wasn't so set in her ways. Mm. But, and then obviously, um, yeah, she was mm. raised by my granddad, who was actually very liberal mm. for like a Bengali man at the time. For a Bengali? <laughs> no, just, I'd just, just de- in general. I'm, just yeah. mm, just for in that general. time period. Yeah, 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 well. thought, yeah, he was just completely different. I think that dripped down <clears throat> to my family, whereas my dad came from a more kind of traditional family, mm. but actually he's quite liberal for his family. Mm. So everyone is, it just depends on the context, really. Yeah. And so, because 
So, sorry for interrupting. I do. No, sorry, it's fine. Sorry, Tell us about yourself, Alison. So I am British-born Ghanaian. Um, so my mum came here when she was in her mid-twenties. Mm. And then my, I've got an older sister, 11-year age gap, and she came here several years after my mum came here. So my mum came first and then my sister came when she was about four. Oh, okay. Um, a single parent household. My dad is trash. No I mean I could later, but you know what, I ain't got time literally be like trash move on. Um but I feel as well, I think my grandmother as well, although traditional, I would agree same to your granddad, I think quite liberal for a Ghanaian woman, because I think again, my mum she was raised by her grandmother, oh, and okay. I'm not sure. Sh- I don't actually know what happened to my grandfather. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure if he passed before my mum was born, or I, I don't. I don't know the situation. I never actually thought to ask my grandmother before she died herself. Mm. So I'm not really sure about that sort of background or my family. I don't ask my mum as well because I know her upbringing wasn't the greatest. Living with her grandmother. Yeah. Her grandma was very strict. Um, Family of strong women. Very yeah. I was just strong thinking that. Women? Strong, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think mm. that's mm. probably why as well. Like you're quite strong. I, I like to think I'm strong <laughs> minded, and but we clash because we're also strong minded. Yeah, everyone's got yeah, strong yeah, opinions. We're, we're, we're gonna back down. We're gonna back down. Oh, <laughs> we're also stubborn. Strong. Yes, stubborn. Yeah, that's why my brother sort of stayed upstairs out of the women's way. <laughs> too many like, women. But now too much strong mindedness. Yeah, yeah. Too much. Me and my testosterone will be safe up here. That's why I never see him. Because you don't know his mum because he just knows. He just knows. I've known Ali. I've known Ali since year seven, and I've seen your brother twice. Yeah. He's not come out of his room. He comes out of his room, but he goes come that quick, so you don't see him. Yeah, we saw him on the tube. Bonds, no eye contact. <laughs> I was just like, oh hey, no, 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 don't again. Don't okay, again. No, <laughs> but like, it's chill though. It's not like we dislike each other. It's just kind of, yeah. But that's sort of my background at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So just going back to, I guess, what we do on mm. a day to day basis. Mm. Um, so I think. I don't know if many listeners know, but I've had a blog called Tanya's Weekly Dose since 2013. Yes. Um, it's just, I think, reached its sixth anniversary. Um, and that mainly talks about sociopolitical, cultural um, issues, um, current affairs, I guess. Six and years, sorry, that's very impressive. Mm. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, I had, at one point, over, I think, almost 300 Facebook and uh, Google followers combined. That's so that was good. That was quite, quite fun, reaching that's that milestone. Mm. Um, well I mean, it was called Tanya's Weekly Dose, and it's still called that, but... It's become more of an intermittent endeavour, I'd say. But life, I think I kept the life, name. Life gets mm. in the way. But, um, and I think spinning on from that, that's what sort of inspired me to have open discussions about current events. Mm. Um, and I think mm. one thing that's really sort of dawned on me, especially in the recent Trump post-information age, oh, is, <laughs> yep, Fake news. is mm-hmm. um, the ability to have like open conversations and be able to ex- accept someone whose opinion is completely antithetical mm. to my own and having yeah. an understanding of someone else's completely different perspective. Mm. I think that, that's how to deal with that. Like, yeah, how to deal yeah. with that, really. I don't mind having you have a different opinion to mine, but just don't make me feel stupid for my, having my own opinion. That's my sort of thing. Because like mm. my, me and my boyfriend, we had very different differing opinions regarding certain things. Yeah. Mm. And one thing we'd clash on though is like, you don't have to agree with me, but don't look down on me or come across yes. like you're looking down on me for thinking yes. that way because it's not fair. Yeah, and like validate, you know, we should respect people's different mm. opinions and mm. stuff. Yeah. And I think, um, I guess that's a nice way to link in what me and Ali do. Mm. I, Feminist uh, blog. Super blog. Super blog, yes. Mm. I forgot my own word. I write stories. <laughs> and what's it called? It is called Can't Touch My Crown! Exclamation point. But we just call it CCMC for short. Um, and we've 
Yes, <laughs> it's for queens. What's the um, slogan? It's claim your. Cr- claim. Oh, you are a queen. Claim your crown. Yes. See, I forgot my own slogan. Terrible. I'm really bad at this. Why did you say you forgot so, it? I'm so, uh, no, you need to know. That. I know. I don't <laughs> but, but yeah, we've uh, been blogging for just over a year. Our anniversary was in April, April um, and we had a lovely celebration. Uh, we last year we had about. 2,000 views on the website. Um, oh my God, really, absolutely incredible. I was really, really happy with that. I was a, I was a little bit gassed. I was like, this is great. In a year? Um, that's, yeah. People don't reach that in like five years. Yeah. So that that's pretty makes, impressive. That makes me happy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So that, that was really exciting. And it just made me realise, like, hang on, like, people do want to read stories from... Um, other women and experiences and then we've had even feedback from quite a few like male um readers saying oh it's nice to hear like the female point of view and especially Ali's um <laughs> dating diaries have been like very popular I think it's I, I think it's well, I tell the three. truth I tell yeah. the truth you've 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 shared your trauma in a very funny way don't go don't go leave me there thinking it was good no it was trash mm, Ali will tell you <laughs> yeah. I tell you in the post it was trash mm, yeah so yeah no please please go on the website I'll Fine. ghost you in real life anyway but, um, yeah we're venturing in this uh, new direction with Tanya mm. um and she's given us the idea that yeah podcasts are a good idea because mm. actually yeah, female conversation idea. is something just conversations yeah. putting it out there conversations debates yeah, yeah. yeah and challenging ideas mm. like and like, thoughts and perceptions and yes. stereotypes and all of that jazz. all of that mm. and I think I think I think we're a good collective of women to talk about it because even our first conversation I think we all naturally had our own stories, and we did. Yeah, because I, I you talking about your grandmother is is quite interesting because um, mm. me and my family have just moved in with my grandmother um, since my granddad passed two months ago, and um, we've got a language barrier because um, even though she's lived here for decades, her English isn't great. She never had to because my granddad did all the talking, yeah, and my Bengali standard. is. My Bengali is not great. Really? So, yeah, oh, no. I'm not fluent at all. Um, and it's like a family joke. Because um, me and my younger sister are terrible. My big sister um, can talk to my grandmother. Yeah, I always spoke to my grandma in, in Bengali. Yeah. And that's quite interesting because mm. that's how we knew each other, right? My grandma used to teach yeah. you Arabic. She used to teach me Arabic, um, yeah. Is that what inspired your teaching? You know what, yeah, she, she was so patient because I was such a stubborn little so-and-so because, like, really? I wasn't very, like, I wasn't good. Like, she, I, I could only read Arabic because she was so patient with me. Like, I was that kid that if I didn't get it, I cried. So oh. she would just pat me on the back and then just to get me to repeat it until I remembered. Just do it again. Yeah, yeah just do it again. She was yeah. like, okay. Just reading out the Arabic alphabet mm. over and over. So, yeah, fun memories yeah, of your grandmother. One Tanya. thing that's quite interesting is that, yeah, my, my grandma actually lived with us. Um, before she died the last mm. few years and that's quite common in in Asian culture where you sort of <clears throat> mm. if your parents are elderly yeah. they just mm. end up moving in with you Yeah, um, and a lot of the conversations we had were really interesting and in fact she actually met um, my current boyfriend um, yeah <gasps> no and way. obviously she, I, I'm sure you know she's very conservative and she's quite religious as well she's very Islamic yes. in her own way yeah traditionally um, so course. she met him and I, I introduced him as, as a friend uh, I was really surprised at how diplomatic she was we had like a box of I think quality street and she started like, handing him out these chocolates <laughs> oh that's so, that's a good um, sign feeding yeah, <laughs> but, for an ethnic yeah, woman oh but, but. yeah oh, but yes. after he yeah. left a few days later she struck up this conversation with me she was like Tanya, I just want you to know that if you're not a virgin, it's ah! sin. And 
and we were just like, and I was just like, oh, no, complete, no. Oh. it was like complete silence for like a good five minutes. Wait, did she say that in front of other people in the room? No, it was just okay. me and her. Okay. And she said it in Bengali. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's that. It was oh. in Bengali. And Grandma, no. What's the Bengali word I didn't really say <laughs> <laughs> I think she didn't, so she just basically paraphrased. Yeah. I think there is, I don't know if there's a I'm, just, term I'm not asking for the <laughs> yeah, She said, on. you know, if you have done, done that outside of marriage, just remember that's that's a sin. Just remember. Just remember. Yeah. 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 So just letting you know just if you've done it. Just letting you know that. Putting yeah. it out there. Being done so that was a really yeah. interesting conversation. <laughs> and then, um, I don't think I told anyone. I don't even think I told my mum because I think that would be even more uncomfortable. Yeah, oh, of can, course. So I, I just left it. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Yeah. She let you know in yeah, it. Like, so it's not like she even wanted confirmation. There. She's reminding you. Yeah, she's reminding you. Just to clarify for the podcast, your boyfriend is Caucasian? He is, yes, indeed. So, which again... The whole idea of interracial exactly, relationships exactly. is a big deal in itself. And bearing in mind, uh, my nanny was 14 when she got married in Bangladesh. <gasps> oh, yeah. And she was there. She only came to the UK in her early 50s. So okay. she's had, she was only here for, what, like 30 years of her yeah, life. So the majority of her life she spent in Bangladesh. So if you think of that context, yeah. that was actually very accommodating for her. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. From that sort of background. To not just hit you, like yeah. throw a slipper across but the then, room, just yeah, like bad to join. I don't Full on adult, really you're proper yeah. grown. It's not like, oh in your teens where maybe you can sort of change your mind about certain things like you're in 50s like you're proper you're an yeah. adult there's no yeah, you're stuck exactly. you're setting you're, your you're ways setting and your, your ways. expectations yeah. are but then yeah. people like my boyfriend and his family I think their perception of that sort of reaction is oh mm. this woman must be really closed minded she's yeah. really narrow minded well yeah. actually no if you look at her background that's, that's, that's all she's known yeah. so and how is she meant to think differently it's that's true exactly. and he used, he used to say who was actually right on the right that's side that's true because you know yeah. I mean? in her it's context yeah. yeah in her context everyone um, thinks similarly and obviously yeah. in a, from a religious background like yes yeah, it's a sin yeah. I think so it's just it's black and white <laughs> that's all I know yeah yeah, yeah. and it's Don't not even just necessarily that religion it's like any religious background as well some people do you know think of that you know if you're doing that before marriage it is a sin and it doesn't necessarily have to be um, I think it's a cultural thing yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a cultural yeah. thing really. and of course um, especially um, in a culture where traditionally women marry a lot quite young yeah, yeah. and especially what we're all in our mid to late 20s I'm going to say late to 20s, late to 20s. Um, oh don't say that <laughs> so mid, I'm 27 mid. this month I'm 27 yes end of this month so yeah. I've just had I face it I face it I've got like, six months no five that's not much bro no, I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm so oh. old but like yeah like obviously from a cultural background mm. if we were raised in a different context we would have been mm. married off by now probably even have children and, so. and the thing as well like Again, feel free to correct me, but I feel with that culture, you don't have the opportunity to have many partners. You literally have maybe one partner yes. at the most, yes. maybe two. Uh, yeah, maybe you don't, of course. You don't have the to date around. You can't. Yeah. Whereas here, you know, you can date, you can meet new people. You can't. You don't. It doesn't have to be a commitment straight away. Yeah. It's not. But then, I can see from just think about my parents and their generation. If they saw their child with more than one partner straight away they were like ah oh, promiscuous ah oh, sleeping around it, oh my god yeah. someone's going to see at the shop and they're going to tell it's me true. and I'm going to have to disown you and you're not yeah. allowed in my house again like, it would just get to a point where it's actually a big taboo yeah my mum has done that actually before because <sighs> I introduced her to my ex-boyfriend oh, and yeah. she thought that was it and he was actually Bengali mm. oh. so she was like really happy like wow you know this is Yay, great success mm. um, great success and then we broke up and then I had a, and now I've got a different boyfriend and she was just like apparently she said to my dad she mm. didn't say this to me um, but my dad later told me she said oh well if she's going to keep on you know having various boyfriends <gasps> I can't really treat them 
in the way yeah. that she wants me to because yeah. I don't take them seriously. Mm, yeah. So therefore, that's a cultural thing, yeah. finally, when she gets married, then maybe I'll actually, you know, that person will grow on yeah. me, sort of thing. Oh, bless. No, I, thought, I, thought, I, 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 I get that. It's sort of a middle ground, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's the thing, though, because, like, um... I've dated quite a bit, but I've only actually introduced two boyfriends mm. to my mum yeah. um, over, well, started probably dating when I was like 18 or so. Mm. So, yeah, but then again, I'm thinking about a friend I've got from at university and I've known her for, yeah, about eight years and she's had multiple boyfriends, mm. all of which is introduced to her family to the point now her parents make fun of her they're like oh I wonder how long this one is going to last yeah. for and it's they just it like heartedly. literally yeah. yeah and it's just like <laughs> and I do that as well like because I'm like she's great but it's just don't introduce a different yeah, dynamic I'm sorry don't bring it's a very very different dynamic it's, it's a Caucasian dynamic yeah it is a yeah you just like right, who's this person this one like, it's because it's, it's constant it's just like I to the point where I get like I get mixed up with them. I'm like, oh, wait, hang on. Did this one do that? Oh, wait, no, it was that one that did this. Oh, it's no, just sort of... No. <laughs> they all look the yeah. same. Yeah, <laughs> they, they legit all look the same and they've got very similar names. I mean, yeah, oh, that's no. just... Yeah, that's but is so your mum okay with that? I mean, how... Me? She met your boyfriends or... Yeah, something? she's okay. I mean, yeah. I guess she's quite open-minded. Um, mm. Same with my sister. Like, she never married her partner, but she was okay with... With that, yeah, with introducing. I remember two of them again. I think I wouldn't introduce anyone to my family unless I'm quite serious, just because, like, a, I don't want that sort of, you know, the, to be a running joke like my friend. And also, as well, <laughs> who is it today? When you start, like, it's just well, I don't feel comfortable straight away. I know, it's as just, in if they get to yeah. invest the time getting to know someone. Yeah, exactly. Them, it's like, mm, yeah, is it's that awkward. what you mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 See, mine was the other extreme because I've been with my partner, um, who's Nigerian. And Catholic, wow. which is like what very a contrast, yeah. completely the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had it made life difficult, but it just, it's just how it happened. Like it just happened. Yeah, we, we were aware of like the clashes from quite early, but the way we've clicked, we were just like, okay, let's try it. But I was very clear from the beginning: you're not even going to be. Well, I can't tell my parents unless I know it's leading to yeah. marriage or something serious, right? So because it's just how. Stress. Yeah, so I didn't tell them stress. for a good couple of years. They met him last year, but my mum clocked like mum's no after two years and I think it's just because every now and then I would drop the name and what was funny so because she thought you, you were friends she thought we were friends yeah funny thing is um, so without giving away too much about our profession we work in education yeah. so what happened is um, a school that he worked in was across the road from hers and then his department really? ended up observing her classroom so we ended up observing like her in action Hello. and um, she met him and was like oh he's like he's fun and I was just like I am uh, going to die no, he oh obviously was very smug and was like ha ha <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got to the mother yeah yeah oh. got that and oh, I was I like, like what I love it but it's just like yeah for him it was just like oh yeah yeah you know I was smiling yeah she liked me I was like oh god stop mm. like because for me it was just like if there's an inkling of her knowing you're more than friends yeah then certain questions will be asked and it's like I wasn't ready to answer them so so basically she cornered me one day and she literally was just like um no she, you know I didn't like the way she did it because the way she did it, she was just I came she downstairs yeah it was like near my birthday I think I was hit, I was, it was getting to that's like, a bit mean mm-hmm. yeah like my 25th she goes oh because I was I think I was talking about b- b- birthday plans because I really love birthdays I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a bit of a diva I like to do like events and stuff yeah. like that just come there I've invited you yes yeah come to my birthday guys um but so I was just talking about my birthday and she goes, well, you're getting on now. So we need to find you someone. Classic. 
And I was just, yeah, exactly. And I was just like, one, why do you sound like you're going to put me on like shardy.com? I ain't going to do that. And then two, I just looked and I was like, and then she looked at me and was like, unless you already have someone. Like, nodded her head like that. Yeah, yeah, she literally was like, hmm. Like, she knew it and she just wanted me to say it. That's me, the parent, that's what I would do. Yeah, literally. And I was like, um, And she'd already met Yeah, and yeah, yeah, that happened like a good year before. So she left it for a while. But then she was just like, um, oh, it's, and she said his name was, oh, it's him, isn't it? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, okay. Um, and then obviously we had to talk about religion and stuff because um, me and him agreed uh, neither of us will convert. And that's also a big deal in the but big is, Are community. you religious and is he religious? Um, we're both very, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we're both very in the middle. In Why the middle. are you cringing on? Neither here nor there. Yeah, that's like, we both believe in God and we've both been raised a certain way, but we both also have quite liberal parents mm. for the cultures we're in. And both he's hella liberal, like, well, because he's a boy. Yeah. So, like, he gets he away with literally Boys murder. get away with everything and, like, he, yeah. he's seen as quite a responsible person, like, exactly. which is, that's, that's yeah. all that matters, really. Which is really nice. Like, yeah, so that's really blessed. Because nice. there's an opposite situation, can't go too much about it, but... We've had friends I've experienced who very who have been involved with like on paper the perfect you know candidate yeah. you know in regards to their parents um, correct well same background same mm. religion etc etc and it's gone to shit so was, has it was it an arranged marriage part arranged sort of, sort of yeah. yeah it was one of those as you get introduced and then yeah. Like, yeah it was a nonsense as someone said it was a nonsense um, was, um, and then they did get married mm. we got to, there were signs that it wasn't working but because and we said I told you we said don't do it yeah but obviously like at the time it's easy for us on the outside so to be like don't do it but when you're in the situation obviously you want to you know please your parents as well don't exactly you? and I think big that played a massive part on it because <laughs> that yeah. played a massive part on it because um she was happy that she had that yeah um, exception from her parents so she thought okay no this must be a good thing and she powered through but unfortunately it's led to um, it's a all, lengthy and complicated divorce yeah it's sort of like really, yeah. that's such a shame isn't um, it yeah. unfortunately and ironically backfired so much so that when it did actually end things were very strange with their parents after yeah and took a so long time just, and the parents were upset they didn't give it a yeah because yeah. yeah, it was very yeah. very short from right. actual you know living together it was a matter of I months think, yeah a big mm. thing is about what society Thinks. Mm. So it's like, oh, this looks really bad. Yeah. You look like bad parents. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always about image. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's and a that, really big thing. And I think that's why, like, I've clashed quite a lot with my mum because she's been sort of like, oh, what will so and so think, or what will these people think? Blah blah. blah. I was like, no, I don't care. Like, I don't um, mm. sort of. I it's it's only recently I've sort of. Um, identified more with like my Ghanaian heritage and my background and stuff. But when I was younger, I was very sort of like, no, 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 I'm English. This really, but, yeah. yeah, I was like that when I was. So I was very really like, um, well. I didn't yeah. want to be be ingrained in the culture because of certain things. You know, I found it quite backwards to be honest. Like you know, the sort of gender roles and all sort of stuff. And I could have a brother. And oh, yeah. I would sort of you could you physically see. Was there a double standard? Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So annoying. Um, yeah, Annie so. can clean and cook and blah blah blah, and then. My, my brother will call him Attic Man Cat. <laughs> <laughs> he like she doesn't do anything, and it's just like we clashed a lot based on that because I thought, well, you know, I've, I've been raised here. I find these sort of you know things quite archaic. I don't think it's fair. I'm just yeah. as you know, I shouldn't just be there to cook and clean, etc., etc. Um, yeah, you're literally twins. You're literally the same age. Like, so, 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 so I'm being treated this way, but I'm seeing him like not have to do stuff. I'm doing it's like that's not really fair. But as I've gotten older. 
I've sort of understood my mum a bit more. She's like, you know, the reason I, I got you to do things is because I know you would do it well and I trust yeah. you to do it. And like, well, you, should, you made this clear when I was growing up that maybe I wouldn't have fought back so much Instead and being painting so, it like it was a chore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, because like, it's okay, I, I understand that because it's just like, I actually say I'm the favourite child because I am. <laughs> Even I know you are. <laughs> so like, now she has to do something because I know she's asking me to do it because she knows, she trusts she me trusts, basically. Yeah. She trusts that I'll do it. And it's I, actually a compliment to your parents. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. yeah. And I see that now. Back then I was like, for goodness sake, but like, now I was like, yeah. okay, right now I get it. And that's sometimes a bit of a nuisance, but... No, I get them. Yeah. But going back to what you said about wanting to you know, come across as English, mm. British when you were when you were younger. And mm. I think that's, we can all share that sentiment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's actually upsetting. It is, isn't it? Because yeah. now as you get older you think, why did I do that? Yeah. I love my cultural identity. Oh yeah. I have pronounced it a lot more. But then when you're a child you just want to fit in. Yeah. And yeah. Exactly. feel like, oh I wanna be like my friends. Mm. Yeah. I never kind of um I think it's in one of my blog posts as well, but when I was in primary school especially, I didn't realise how different I was in terms of um I was the only like South Asian girl in my year group, mm. and the other ones that I did meet only kind of came in and out, or mm. or they were you know from maybe more like Middle Eastern background, and I didn't even really um, feel different, like because mm. you know uh, we had a church across the road, and we'd go for harvest singing. My parents didn't have a problem with me, you know, mm. going along to like even uh, sing in the ch- church, sing the hymns with everyone else because they thought, oh yeah, if your class Why is doing not? it, it's yeah. fine. Exactly. Then I joined secondary school. Um, met other Bengali people and realised I had things in common with them at home that I did with other people. Mm. And I don't know, it sounds really stupid, but I think that's when I started to actually realise, oh, I'm British Bengali. Yeah, and it's normal. Yeah. I didn't have to hide, like, oh, yeah. that, you know, sometimes... I'm a bit my hair, different. A bit different. And my clothes smell of curry because my mum cooked curry and the clothes were still downstairs yeah. and, like, things that I was embarrassed about and didn't want to talk about yeah. didn't relate Bringing with people. Bringing packed lunch. Yeah. yeah. One time... <laughs> one, time to lunch. <laughs> one time... One time... Sorry. What is my strong stone? Don't, lunch don't because my mum, one time, making her... Sandwich with her like Mr. Nugger chili like oh my <laughs> like God. chutney whatever um, sauce. She used the same knife to make my school sandwich. Uh, um, and I c- and then for, again I don't I don't speak my home language mm-hmm. fluently, but I didn't remember the English word for spicy. So I literally ate my sandwich and I couldn't articulate that it was just hot. And then people were just looking at me like, what's wrong with this child? <laughs> like she's just eating a cheese sandwich. And I was like, no, like <laughs> it's it's it's, it's ouch. It's ouch. Like, yeah. Give me water. <laughs> and I remember resenting my mom so much, like, oh, she's so embarrassing. Mm. Can't believe she used her Mr. Nugger <laughs> chili knife. Is that knife. what you said? Yeah, like, no, but in my mind, oh, in my mind, head. I never said oh, it because right. again, I couldn't articulate. Like, it's just no one else had that problem, mm. so I couldn't relate. And then later on, I was like, oh yeah, of course. Like now, I enjoy having like spice yeah. in my food and stuff. But at the time, I think I, the part of me just like almost resented, like, oh, so embarrassing that I had like a different home life to other people. Whereas now, it's like, it's like so what? Yeah, exactly. Now, so like, what? Like, now we can handle spice. Want, you look at people like all these TV personalities, yeah. like Nadia, who won Bake um, mm. Off, and now everyone's like, oh, wow, yeah, it's Bengali culture. It's mm. become more mainstream now, hasn't it? That's true. I think very true. ethnic yeah. culture has come back mainstream. And I think as well, what do you think to say? Go to go back to you said, oh, when you started secondary school, you sort of accepted more that you were British Bengali. Mm. I feel like I went sort of the opposite way in my secondary Even school. More. Yeah, because, um, so... In secondary school, like, so I'm, I'm black British, but then I, the, the, the other... Is that how you identified? Yeah, yeah, I'm black British, but then I, I feel like the other 
we went to an all-girls school. Yeah. Um, the other black girls didn't accept me just because of how I spoke, my taste in music, you know, guys I found attractive. Like, I used to find like, white guys attractive. So they sort of... So they were, like, got too white. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I felt like coconut, I sort of... Yeah, sort of yeah thing, that's yeah. the coconut, uh, bounty, that sort of... Bounty. That's bounty, what I got. Oreo, all, the, yeah, all, all of these terms. All, yeah, that's, that's what I got. So, like, I feel like I really sort of removed more myself from, you know... So I felt even more detached. Yeah, because then... Oh. So then the, the people who were nice to me were, like, predominantly non-black. And, and, and to be honest, it took me a, a, quite a while for me to actually... I don't want to say like, but, like be happy to interact with other black people just because my experience in school was so poor. Um, like, you know, yeah, they, they piss up how I spoke. Yeah, it's put me off. It's, it's makes me very uncomfortable. to think yeah. about that now. But yeah. I, I but remember that. There's a stereotype that, yeah. that it's like, oh, if you're black, you've got to speak a certain exactly. way. Exactly. Oh, yes. you're being too white. If you're Asian yeah. oh, and you like listening to rock, oh, well. That was the thing. I like know, I definitely suffered that. Kind of, kind yeah. of yeah. <laughs> like, I like all these, like, white, yeah. you know. Like, we no like to lobby any bands. You just have to fit within a certain criteria. You can like whatever you want. But then I didn't. So, like, so then... Because I had quite a lot in similar with like the the white girls, I sort of spent more time with them. So that yeah, sort of yeah, yeah it just yeah. wasn't. Did you feel like they ac- accepted you? Or yeah, because feel... like my skin color was never a thing. Like it's right. ironically, I've, I faced more not discrimination, but I've had more comments and stuff from people of the same background as me or similar background to myself than. Ooh. That's a weighty subject people. in itself. Yeah. I've, I've had more stuff like that. Like, you know, I've had comments. That inferiority complex Yeah, I've thing, had comments, like, you know, oh. for example. I, I very, think, looking back, it was quite a toxic environment. We went was, to the same yeah. secondary school and, like, it... It is borderline a toxic environment yeah. when, actually... And it was a girl's school, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. a girl's yeah. school. Yeah. It was a very diverse girl's school, mm, very yeah. multicultural, yeah. but there were pockets of... Um, uh, people and of a certain backgrounds yeah. that were quite judgmental, mm. especially um, yeah. For me, like I used to always I straightened my hair every single day. I mm. couldn't deal with like my naturally like, curly like frizzy hair. I didn't same. like it. Yeah, I was I the same did, as well. Yeah, yeah. Completely yeah. changed. Now, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Letting it out. <laughs> yeah, the hair's everyone. Else. Yeah, but, like I, I <laughs> was killing my hair, but that's just it was accepted. Like okay, straight hair. Mm. I wore eyeliner, and then suddenly same. that meant I was emo. Yeah, I did that. Under eye eyeliner. Yeah, yeah. I remember just eyeliner and it was smudged by the end of last lesson but mm. I just never went a day without eyeliner mm. and I only grew out of that um, two years ago two years ago only two years ago I started oh, really? that um, when we Brussels, you know Brussels when we went to Brussels and I didn't I would wear it every day Liquid eyeliner. When I start, when I discovered liquid eyeliner, that changed my life because it didn't smudge. I don't know. <laughs> it's bright. I don't even yeah. know. Oh my well, that's, god. But that's the thing. Like, so you used to seeing it. That's probably why I didn't sort of think you stopped wearing. I thought like it was a because you always wear eyeliner. Like it, it was sort of, part of me and it was my yeah. image. And that's I couldn't go out. I couldn't even go to the shops without oh. putting eyeliner on. Whereas now maybe lipstick is kind of a, I've swapped for something yeah, else. Yeah, I'm the same. I yeah, but and like, else. yeah, and I've like small eyes, and I think I always felt kind of self conscious that I had like mm. small eyes and. I don't know, just loads of insecurities that I just kind yeah. of mask for stuff. And like, if I even change my look one day, and I think one day um, my friend gave me some of her lip gloss to put on, I was like, okay, I'll put some mm. lip gloss on because you're just putting on me. And then some girls made a comment like, oh, you're trying to be like so-and-so, mm. right? And there was, there was a Thai girl in our cheer group um, with small eyes, but she was a lot more trendy. She was one of the goths, but mm. gorgeous girl. But I remember they were just like, oh, you're just trying to be like her. Exactly. And like then I just her. never, I never yeah. touched lip gloss again. That's why I never, like, it doesn't um, belong to me. That's yeah, why yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Because that's why like, I feel like I never really even bothered to do anything with my look because I didn't want... Because um, I saw so my close friend at secondary school was very conventionally attractive, like tall, like all the guys would like, ask her out and stuff like that. Or, like, I was definitely like, the, the, the duff out of the two. So like, um, 
so I never really want to, I never experimented or anything. Like I've experimented a lot more like in the last say two years with my look and all that sort of stuff than I had done in you know five years at secondary just because I didn't want anyone to make comments like that. Like yeah. I just I I don't want any of that nonsense. Like, you know, I'm just like wear the uniform, hair always in the ponytail. Um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't even leave my hair down because it's just like, oh, oh why are you leaving God, your yeah, hair down? Your hair, your hair never was off. Because you're yeah. so paranoid. Yeah, I think, oh, why should you leave my hair? I was trying yeah. to be like this. It's like, nah. See, I was the opposite. I never mm. tied my hair up. Mm. That's what I yeah. we kind of, you, you get stuck in a certain look, don't mm. you? And then yeah. if you venture out of it, so and maybe it is girl culture when mm. you, you're a teenager or something. Or, I don't know what it was. Once you find something, you just stick to it. Yeah. You're so it's scared safe. of venturing it's out. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the comments. Start commenting. Mm. Yeah. It. It's worried it's about what, what other people think. That is very sad. Well, it's been a really interesting conversation, ladies. It has been. Um, a lot, really a lot was said. A lot has been said. If we're going to keep it all in or edit some, some bits and bobs uh, out, eh? Who knows? Keep it all out. But thank you very much for listening and hope to do some more recording soon yeah, yeah stay tuned Thanks, guys. thank you for listening to brown don't frown podcast if today's discussion interested you or you want to share your story we'd love to hear from you you can find us on facebook and instagram by searching for brown don't frown podcast and on twitter at bdf podcast you can also reach me on my blog at tanyasweeklydose.com Join the conversation using the hashtag Brown Don't Frown Podcast. Please like, share and subscribe. Thank you.